0: Welcome to the Science of Abundance Daily Alchemy podcast. I'm your host Sean Clayton and my story's pretty interesting. Uh went through a ton of trauma, former incarceration, suicide attempts, sexual abuse in my life. And one of the things that's happened in my life is I've actually used hermetic principles, alchemy, all these really cool tools that we hear and we talk about the Illuminati, whatever you want to call it. And develop practices in order to change and affect my lives differently. So within this podcast I will be giving tidbits and bites for individuals to be able to bite into on a daily basis that will allow you to take baby steps to change your life but at some point you'll find the door that starts to change the effect of how you show up on a daily basis. Enjoy this, give feedback, come to my Instagram, comment, whatever it might be always open because we wouldn't be here without each other. Please enjoy, and thank you, and I love you. All right, we are back into another episode of Science of Abundance Daily Alchemy, talking a little bit more about numerology and what this numerology means as it pertains to occultism, esoteric practices, and how we have the ability to use the recognition of it to start grounding out areas of our life as we start to see the recognition of these numbers show up in our lives. We've talked about zero, one, two, and 3, and now we're going to go a little bit deeper into 4 and 5. So the number 4, if you map it back into different areas around these esoteric principles, there's a couple of different things that I like to look at. The first one has to do with The number four is about space. It's about balance. When I talk about the fourth dimension and some of the different teachings that I go through and that I've read into as well, the fourth dimension is this space that talks about moving the entity that's in recognition of it or that is involved within that dimension from what we call time into what we call constant love or into a higher spiritual plane. It's really serving as a bridge. And that bridge, if you think about some of the childhood books that we read, generally will have a, kind of like a troll or a goblin or a devil or something that you have to move through or move past or pay a toll In order to get across that bridge. So the bridge is never meant to stay on. The bridge is never meant to live under. The bridge is never meant to live in. But it is generally a practice and a mastery that takes place within this fourth dimensional space. The elemental shape of four, when you look at it in full symmetry and balance, is a square. And so when you start to see squares show up, you start to see the number four show up, you start to see this kind of ongoing recognition. Those different four points have everything to do with all of the elements of the earth. And those elements end up constructing the space that we live in that has already been, as we talked about in number three, pushed in with time. You can't have space without the time because the time allows us to experience the space. And when you get into the quantum patterning and understanding how to actually move into this fifth dimension, you start to flip that narrative over the top. But when you think about order, you have to have the recognition of yourself. You have to then question that recognition of self into the reflection of others, which is when you go into that deep observation, you're now creating other reflections of yourself in order to have experiences. In order to experience it, you have to have time. So this is one, two, and three, right? You have to be birthed into life, which goes back into the zero. And then you have to have a space in order to experience it. And that space can be the now, the present moment, which is when we start talking about how you start to overcome the devils, the trolls, the shadows, all of that in your life, which live in this space. It's recognized in this space. You have to do that by being so present that you start to become the space. You start to create the illusions of the space from an awareness within. Now, as you get further into the narrative and understand this number four, when you start seeing it over and over again, is a bridge for you to move into the higher version of yourself. It's the spiritual version of yourself. Without the four without the space for you to have these experiences in it wouldn't be a challenge you wouldn't ever create what i call as a rhythmic state of permanence in order to create consistency and constantly prove to yourself and remember to yourself and create a practice that allows for you to stay in that what i call fifth dimensional space And the reality of it is is that we can't stay in the fifth dimensional space, but we can choose to move in and out of it at our will. And when we move in and out of it out of our will, we then become shepherds that go and get the sheep that are stuck in time and kind of blindly lost in space and then bring them into their fifth dimensional selves. So the number four, it's interesting, there's a book called The Secret Teachings, of all ages and it talks about the number four as uh, a tetrad and there's a thing within that secret teachings of all ages as uh, written by Manley P Hall around Pyth- Pythagorean mathematics and if you go deeper into it, you can find it it's I think uh, like maybe a third into the book something along those lines and they talk about the number four as the root of all things Even like in the Garden of Eden, there were four rivers that actually moved out of the Garden of Eden. And it's symbolic of God because the symbolism of the first four numbers allows us to really ground out those different elements, fire, wind, water, and earth. And so when you have the fire, wind, water, and earth, that makes up all the composition of how we experience this time and space that we live in, right? And the vibrations of those different entities mean different things. And so it allows you to move up and down the different perspectives of yourself as you start vibrating at different frequencies. And the more that you create that vibration, that is faster. What happens is the construct gets a lot more permanent and harder And it's easier for you to then move over that bridge. Imagine if you built a bridge that was made nothing of dirt. You'd probably fall through it every now and then. You'd have some trouble. You'd have many different issues with it. If you then take the dirt and the water and you compact it together and you put a little bit of fire on it, now you actually start to construct a different kind of bridge, right? It becomes something that feels a lot more like concrete. And then you put some wind on it and it cools it down. And then what happens? And so you start to use all those shapes together in order to create this vibratory mechanism, in order to create a very sustainable bridge. And even when the bridge cracks, you have the facilities and the tools in order to be able to then fix it. This is how you start to change the spaces that we live in, is having such an awareness of how to move through four, how to overcome the four, how to then pay the toll to the troll, Right. Who tries to keep you out and paying a toll to the troll doesn't mean giving anything up of yourself, but it means that there is going to be some value exchange that has to happen as you cross these bridges that you end up getting more full in as you start to become more aware of your spiritual self. As we get a little bit further into the number five now, the five is what we call the union of odd and even numbers. It's taking the three and the two and bringing them together. It's taking the time and it's taking the questioning of self within that time and it's pulling it together into this full oneness. It's taking the elemental shape of fire, which is your spirit, and then being able to integrate that into an aspect of balance, which is yourself and the questioning of yourself. So if we get into that area where we're questioning ourselves, right? And then we put our spirit into it and it creates a knowing, even in that questioning, that we start to become the cause creators of our life. And if you think about different shapes that are around the number five, there is the pentagon, right? And in the pentagon, you have the pentagram. Many people associate the pentagram with Satan and the devil. It's just not true. And what I mean by it's, just not true as far as the double is it's it, anything within this five state or in the pentagram it doesn't create polarity if you look at the actual pentagon of the pentagram it actually is equidistant it's a perfect shape right it has every aspect of every angle is equidistant from the other and there is no polarity inside of the actual pentagram And even it multiplies out and creates a generation off of itself. So if you go infinitely in with the stars, they go like up and down, up and down. I'll post an image about this in the the description. And it infinitely expands all the way out and will always continue to create a a pentagram, right? And then when you go and you look at ancient shapes that have always existed around the number five, like the the head of the um, the Sphinx, for instance, or you use different um, in any anything that's actually made the Fibonacci sequence, the spiraling that comes out of it, the, all of these shapes, the golden mean, everything is basically derived off of this number five. And so, what I really enjoy about the awareness around number five is that even our human bodies are built that way. We have two arms, two legs, and a head. The head is essentially the ether that brings the actual grounding of this physical form or this integration tool that we have into a very consistent rhythmic practice Look how we create life. And that's why it's so challenging when something happens to us that might remove an arm or does something that keeps us out of balance and we have to overcompensate with it because we're very much so built with this whole framework around having a giving and receiving side about having this integrated central tool, which is our head, that is very symbolic to whenever you see, like in some of these ancient civilizations, the sword, like the sword and the stone. The stone is the square. The sword that goes into it is the actual ether. Or it's the awareness of the spirituality that's the conquering of that. And so this is why you have all this this five that comes together, right? And so when we start seeing fours in our lives, what does that mean? That means that it's time for you to get into balance. It means that there's going to be something in the space that you live in that you're going to have to overcome in a loving way. When you start to overcome it, you then become a master of it. That's seeing the discipline and the rhythm and the practice that you can put into it to create this consistent bridge to become the shepherd that moves from what we call the fifth dimension into the third dimension. And you go and you help souls with their journey. When you start seeing fours, it's the initiation of you becoming the teacher, the healer. And that's a really exciting time for any of us to be in. And there's a lot of that that's taking place, right? And even as we move into 2024, as the year ends with a four, you're going to start seeing a lot of this come into life where individuals are going to become more teachers, right? They're going to become more healers. We're going to start understanding the power that we yield from within. Now, how you take that into number five, if you're seeing triple fives all the time or repeating fives or numbers are starting to add up to five, and you're like, what the heck's going on in this? Uh, A lot of that space is around you're now integrating with your spirit. You are getting divine knowledge and information that is constantly feeding into you. And in that divine knowledge and information that's constantly feeding into you, you are becoming more expansive and more love. Whenever you hear about fifth dimensional beings, creatures, entities that are on this earth, they are highly connected with their spirit. Now, a lot of us, what we do is say, I want to be 5D, right? I don't want to necessarily be here on this earth. And you're stuck off in la-la land, which is not where we're intended to be. You have to integrate this information. So being a 5th dimensional being and being lost on this earth, you're not serving a purpose in order to integrate. And you can integrate with what I call action-non-action, which is where, like what monks do, where they're chanting and they're putting information out there, but it requires some aspect of what is built within this 4th dimensional framework, one of those elemental frequencies that you have to connect with in order to then help humanity walk across that bridge that they're overcoming. So the number four is a process of overcoming. And we're all in it to overcome. It's not a challenging space. It's just overcoming. It's simple. Once you overcome it, it's really easy, right? The challenge of it is, is that remembering that on the way to do it, you're getting tied closer to your spirit. And you can't say like, hey, I've figured out that I'm fully in my spirit. While well, you're working on building your bridge. So there is an aspect of surrender When you are in that fourth dimension, that is very much so tied to how you are starting to receive the fullness of your spirit and the worthiness of your spirit and the wholeness and the holiness of your spirit. And as you start to really integrate those things together and you start to see internally fours and fives will kind of roll out together. When you put four and five together, it makes nine, which is a full number of completion of the soul, which is really beautiful. But then there's a six, seven, eight that actually rolls after that, that you'll have to start to understand a little bit more about. But as you start to see these numbers show up in your life, recognize that they are really beautiful knowings of yourself. And in those beautiful knowings of yourself, you're overcoming when you start to see the force, you're building your bridge, you're putting the devil, the Satan, the darkness behind you, and you are becoming a light. The five is you as that light. Now, if you become too much light, you start blinding people. So it's how you start to balance that out with the shadows and then start to use the tool and the being that you are to be a shepherd to then help individuals who are stuck in the confusion of time, this illusion of the past and the future, and never being present and helping them step into that fourth dimension, into a space to become more expansive and present so that they can find the souls that they are. We'll come back with another one in a couple of days here pertaining to the sixth and seventh dimension. I really enjoy talking about these because the sixth is really about the plan of God, the plan of your life, the plan that you actually created for yourself. And the seventh dimension is really around these laws of the universe that govern everything, that allow us to go from I am to we are state. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you guys so much and we'll talk soon.